0: Five, four, three, two, one. Energized Episode 5 with Ross
1: and Barry. We're back guys. Barry, tell me what have you done since last week? Okay, well, gladly enough for both of us, Manchester United won the Europa League uh, quite convincingly 2-0. Yeah, I didn't
0: really look like scoring did they? Uh, I think they had one chance and that was about it. As far as I can remember,
1: yeah, it just at the end of it, it just really looked like men against boys, and uh, the best team won. So no, yeah. one can really complain about the, that. You know, it actually played a bit of noise football, which I was I was happy to see. And then,
0: you know what? I was listening to this fella on YouTube. I I actually can't tell you who he was, but he was saying confidential how, how happy he was seeing Pogba scoring some scuff shot goal. He he said that he, he enjoyed that more. Because everyone harps on about the £90 million price act Then, if he scored a screamer He was like It was better that he scored yeah. a shy goal yeah. To we, rub it in other
1: people's faces We said he meant it though Yeah Of course he meant it It wasn't going wide uh, Yeah and then Mkhitaryan scored a good goal as well Yeah actually. The overhead kick No it was good Yeah So what Two trophies out of four And then the Charging the the Shield shields, yeah. as well So like successful overall And then automatic qualification to the yeah, Champions Yeah top seeds Yeah which was uh, brilliant High five on that
0: Yes Uh, I got we made a good connection otherwise no one would have heard the high five
1: Yeah, also We also worked at News news Talks, Off The Balls Uh, It was a football show Yeah Met met a few Irish legends Yeah And a German one
0: Yeah Uh, Shook hands with the likes of Michael Ballack Michael Ballack Barry chatted up his missus Uh, I don't know what to say to that Yeah, Uh, you have to wait to Johnny Giles Johnny Giles What a legend Uh, actually David O'Leary, he was lovely
1: Keith uh, Andrews,
0: Keith Andrews, he, Ronnie Whelan, he was having a crack, Ronnie Whelan, yeah, everett Lawrence. yeah, he, he, we met him, he's on our Instagram, yeah. also, Seaford's birthday, yeah, Seaford's birthday, happy birthday, Seaford, yeah. even though you never listen to our podcast, but happy
1: birthday anyway, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was great experience overall, lovely day, so much and everything, yeah, and. Uh, then, then you went.
0: Oh, you sorry. went to Guns N' Roses.
1: Yeah. Well, the, yeah. On that was on the Saturday. On the oh, Friday, Mike Connolly won again for Irish boxing, uh, quite convincingly again. What was
0: the third round, fourth round? Third round. Third round. Yeah. Uh, look, Mike Connem's going to go about ten now before he fa- faces a real challenge. But look, he, he's getting those guys out of there, which is important. Yeah. And he, he, you know what, he's getting the rounds in, and he has the next fight already lined up. So. Well, yeah, his next his fight, fight date. Yeah, his next fight date lined up. So. Looking forward to that one. Again. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, then also on the weekend, uh, I actually went to Guns N' Roses uh, out in Slane. Uh, to be honest, like it was, it was so surreal seeing one of my favorite bands ever like come back and do such a brilliant performance as if they'd never played again. Uh, also, while I was there, I got like some mad social anxiety, and like I had to like take my way, myself away from like eighty thousand people, which was uh, wasn't the greatest experience. But I'll take the good with the bad and move on with it. Overall, it was a good experience, though, yeah. Yeah, it was it was, it was was mental watching them live and just being like, I can't believe they're there. It was so hard to take in, and you can only reassess after and be like, oh my god. And then, as always, I get like, like half one drunk phone call, be like, don't know where I am,
0: man. Yeah. But like, like you yeah.
1: eventually got home anyway, so like. Yeah. That was the worst thing, not having battery as well. Yeah. Yeah. That festival life. Festival life. Yeah, but also, on Saturday, UFC Stockholm was on. Yeah. Yeah. But before we go, UFC Stockholm. The UFC
0: fighters' retreat was on this week, Barry. Yeah. What were your big takeaways
1: from from the week? Um, from just like looking at it, putting like, like UFC fighters been giving out so much about not getting paid enough, not getting respected mm. enough, and then uh, the UFC go and invest twelve million into a new complex out in Las Vegas, which is like, uh, which is a lot of money. I think there's always massive pros and
0: cons when it comes to this thing, right? Yeah. So, you have the fighters complaining about money and then UFC go, oh yeah, we gave this new complex. But if you're not from Vegas, it's not much use to you, is yeah. it? Are they going to be allowed
1: training train there? Imagine two yeah, fighters are th- fighting each other and they both at their camps there. Exactly. It is It is. <laughs> it is a
0: bit strange. Inspiring like, each other. I, I, I don't know. It, it seems like... More of a showcase than anything, doesn't it? It's Um, like we gave you this. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, Maybe for fighters who get injured, like high-profile fighters, place to rehabilitate and stuff like that. I'm not too sure, but I'm sure the fighters would rather that 12 million was divided up and put into their back pockets.
1: Yeah.
0: And and then you have like they do some strange things. You see, like they had a Snoop Dogg concert. Like how much does it cost to get Snoop Dogg to do a private concert? Another thing, fighters would been like, I would rather been given money than see Snoop Dogg do a private concert. And then another thing. They flew in Kobe Bryant. He was one of the most wealthy retired NBA stars of all time. And he was talking to them about like, how to finance your life after career. But like, <laughs> not any of them are going to have a sniff of what walk over Bryant finance financially. Yeah. And also, I think only three UFC champions showed up to the event as well. So like, I don't really know what to say about it. It was... Yes, it's a lovely, I think for like the new entry fighters who are broke as a joke, it's lovely, UFC flies them out, yeah, they get yeah. a nice weekend over. of But for someone like, say, Nate Diaz or... Someone who's been there a long yeah, time. Yeah, someone who's been there a long time and they're still not really making the money they feel like they should be making.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. It's almost like a kick in the face being like, right. look how much money we're spending, you're getting none of it.
1: To you see, Aloy Quinta went like ballistic on MMA or yeah, yeah. saying like this is a disgrace he was cursing the whole time mm. it was just like I can understand where he's coming from the new fighters like they they enjoyed it they yeah. they were like fans of other fighters getting photographs and stuff Yeah. so it's sort of like whichever way you're being treated is what way you're going to take it
0: I feel like Al Iaquinta is missing a step here I feel like he's doing everything right this whole like him going nuts UFC I'm all for that I think that's brilliant he gets his name out there Al Iaquinta's name is in the headlines more now than it ever has been Yeah. but he's sitting there and his head coach is Matt Sarah. Well, him and, between him and Ray Longo. Matt Sarah does a podcast for UFC, UFC Unfiltered. And his best mate is Dana White. Matt Sarah not just sit down with Dana White and be like, can we get a new contract for Al? And yeah. then, like, th- done. and tail delivered. Al's happy. Matt Sarah doesn't have to listen to Al giving out anymore. And, like, what's it to Dana White if he threw Al out of like, like an extra 20 grand to fight? You know what right. I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't think Dana White's as invested now as he no, was previously. definitely not sure he doesn't go to all the press conferences yeah. anymore and like he sort of talks when it seems yeah. to him and like he's such a you can tell he's an egomaniac because he's like so overly involved in this mcgregor floyd fight and like it's pure lies when he goes does this mean is this really good business for me probably not but like the complete lie like yeah. oh yeah i almost yeah. forgot
1: remember we watched the interview with his mom yeah
0: yeah do you want to explain that okay so we watched this interview with dana white's mom and like I have no idea do, where it found it I think, just saw it one day do and think, like did you think she was hot no <laughs> <laughs> she basically Dana White's mum was saying that like he cheats on his wife all the time and like he's a rude bastard and like he doesn't go to any family events anymore and I think his granny was dying and like he you said he going to fly around yeah he said he was going to look after her and then like just D- didn't and didn't go to the funeral yeah didn't go to his granny's funeral Oh, I have no idea how much of all that is true but like when your own man's putting you on blast and been like I don't know she was like, she was, like pretty like laissez faire about it as if like it was grand I don't know what to say about that it, it was bizarre really wasn't it yeah and now she has a book out about it yeah so
1: don't fall out with Judy anyway
0: yeah I won't
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so
0: oh hold on yeah? we didn't talk about the main talking point of the UFC fighter retreat oh yeah yeah, yeah. And, yeah actually I, the whole <laughs> Angela, point uh, the whole point we went to talk about the retreat. Angela Magana, yeah. oh, that's that's my best tether at name, I've no idea what way she said. I think she's like sort of Puerto Rican. Uh and Chris Cyborg. Got boxed in the face by Chris Cyborg. Did you see the video footage of it? Yeah, you? yeah, Except it you
1: can't actually see the box. Yeah, yeah. Was the weird. only one thing you're looking to see. Yeah, yeah. It was, it so it was steps so, in the way. Yeah. She's now Angela Mangana is actually filing a lawsuit against Chris Cyborg for doing that. But in yeah. fairness, right? She was like trolling Cyborg non-stop yeah. on the internet connor like a man etc yeah. and then what do you expect when like the baddest woman on the planet yeah. comes face to face you do you want a hug like-
0: yeah yeah look for me this is just desserts and i hope the court sees it in cyborg's favor i think the only name recognition angela was getting the whole time was by slayton cyborg like yeah. no one knows who she is i think she's 11 and 8 in her ufc career. I wouldn't even be surprised if UFC cut her before her next fight. Because, like, really she's not very good for her. No one cares about her. Uh, at the <laughs> end of the day, UFC would rather, even though, like, they've been terrible at promoting Cyborg. Terrible. Put it, put it this way. They'd still rather be in Cyborg, have Cyborg in their pocket than yep. Angela. Angela's doing nothing. Zero. She'll doing nothing. The apart from getting hit in the face. Yeah, apart from getting boxed in the face. And, like, realistically, the only thing I wish happened was Cyborg hit her harder. Yeah. Like you can't just be trolling people on Twitter who yeah. you never met and no. then like slating them trying growing their own social media following and then like when you see them in person be like, It's
1: grand, isn't it? It
0: was only a joke. It's like No it wasn't like we've never met, like no. we don't have that relationship.
1: Yeah so, uh, yeah, she said she'd fight Cyborg in a jujitsu in the jujitsu match and yeah. it's just like oh okay.
0: Yeah, yeah it's like Where I'm is she proud. going with this? Yeah, like, yeah, where is
1: she yeah. actually going with this? Yeah, like what is she trying to do? And like <laughs> She wasn't even being that funny about it really. A bit... Uh, it was, oh, no. Like, everyone's heard the joke, Cyborg's a man, blah. Mm. Then don't then don't attack someone who could murder you. When I actually saw Cyborg on the Big,
0: big Brown Breakdown, I actually, like, to like her a lot more. Okay. I, 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 she seemed very real, and, like, I could see like, that, that like, she, she actually was very upset by it. And, like, really like, Joe Rogan and Dana White should be on a plane, like, making make jokes about her appearance like that. I know, like, I probably laughed at the time, probably thought it was funny, but... Like in hindsight, like Dana White can't be like seen to be doing that. Like yeah. Joe Rogan's going to say what he wants, but like even still, he probably shouldn't be saying that either. Yeah.
1: Especially especially when like you can tell Joe Rogan has a lot of respect for his fighter as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought in the Big Brown breakdown, she came across more like a, not like more like a woman, just like actual. She like you could see how hurt she was from everything yeah. and like. Uh, is he a vulnerable side to her? Yeah. 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 I actually felt really bad for her. Mm. And then obviously she had a bad reputation getting doing interviews during fight week. But the amount of weight she mm. has to cut. Yeah. Like, how could you be so happy? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I must say, her husband seems like a lovely fella, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah. But also, oh, there was
0: one other point I was going like, Oh, yeah. Cyborg so does not run around social media. And it's very obvious she doesn't run yeah. it. Because like, there's all this, oh, I'm going to kick her ass. And then you see in person, and she's an absolute sweetheart, really, isn't she? Yeah. She's yeah, actually a big lovely big. person.
1: Yeah. I, I was I, I saw that embedded when she was like playing football with the lads she was yeah. just yeah she just enjoys what she does for a living and then like getting slagged over it is just a bit harsh so Barry
0: on a scale of 1 to 10 how successful would you say the
1: UC fighter retreat was? Um, I wouldn't say I'd give it a 6 just based on how much they put into it and what the how it looks not actually about like I don't think any fighter really got anything really out of it
0: Yeah, I think I'd agree with a six. Uh, For me, it caused a bit of drama, which I always like a bit of drama with the fighters. Uh, You saw some cool stuff at it as well. You saw some cool fighters interact with each other. But, like, obviously they missed out on the big stars. There was no Conor McGregor and no Diaz brothers, no John Jones or Daniel Cormier. So, for me, it gets a six. Solid enough outing. Moving on. UFC Stockholm. Where do you want to start, Barry?
1: Um... Okay, well, we start with the finish of the night. That was Damir Hadzovic taking on Marcin Held. Like, this one went pretty viral on, on the on the internet, didn't it?
0: Yeah, um, as far as I'm aware, as far as I recall from watching it, Marcin Held was winning the fight, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. And third round, he shoots in for this, I don't know whether it's going to be a knee bar, a heel hook, yeah. a leg lock, it was some sort of leg lock. Because Marcin Held, if anyone knows who he is, is a leg lock specialist. And I mean, he is frightening with them. Uh, he went all or nothing for this. Yeah, and home. he got
1: nothing. <laughs> yeah. Booted in the head. Kicked. <laughs> he was knocked out stone dead, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah, that was that was the first fight of the night as well. Yeah. Like What a way to start the event as well. He, like, I
0: don't think I've seen someone with an unluckier shot for a takedown. Yeah, he, he felt the wrath. Yeah. And, like, I didn't even know who your man was. Your man wasn't, didn't look that impressive. And then, like, it was almost luck that he caught him with the knee, wasn't it? It was like almost like a, a knee-jerk reaction, yeah. which is... An excellent point. What?
1: Well, yeah, knee jerk reaction. Yeah, but
0: uh that's where we all we have to say about that yeah. fight. Like all I wanted to do was talk about the finish. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People only want to
1: yeah. talk about the finishes. That's yeah. what makes. Especially it. considering no one knows who your man is, yeah. so it's grand. The other massive finish as well was Nico Musoka taking on Bojan mm. Velikov.
0: Cheese man. Normally, all you have to do is the hard questions. Yeah, You're nailing the man. That,
1: that was that was pure fluence. Yeah. Uh Now, okay, Bojan against Nico. So Bojan hit Nico with. An absolute <laughs> ferocious shot. And Nico went dancing. Yeah. Chicken I, dancing. It was it was as if <laughs> it was Anderson Silva in and his prime dodging punches. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Except like he was actually <laughs> out. Yeah, except
0: he was actually out on his feet. He his legs buckled and he maybe what? Did about four or five stumbles. And then uh Beaujain came in and just cleaned him out. Yeah. He went straight <laughs> in and it was just Lights out Musoke is actually quite a good, well, he's a decent mid tier fighter and like I quite enjoy watching fight, but he was also winning the fight, yeah. And then next thing you know, Bob's your uncle,
1: Mary's your auntie, out cold, doing the chicken dance. (laughs) That one, that one actually did go very viral. Yeah, loads of lads in our WhatsApp group were talking about that, yeah. Uh, also, one of our our main mates online, uh, we'll just call him Volcan, the number five ranked. Light heavyweight in the world No one knows who he is He came in Knocked out OSP And
0: a German Volkan The bald fella You know who we're talking about Yeah And he fought Number 7 ranked at the time Misha Surkinov There you go yeah I knew how to say his name He's actually Canadian Believe it or not Yeah Uh, This was a quick fight Yeah Both these guys Had big hype coming into the fight And I actually think Misha Surkinov Had the bigger hype Coming into the fight He is Excellent submission skills Good on the feet And this one only lasted 30 seconds Yeah
1: And the only punch that Volkan. Probably hit, true. Yeah. Was the KO? Um. First of all, Barry came out with a lovely joke when we watched the fight going. The walk was last
0: twice as long as this. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um.
0: Yeah. Look, Misha pushed
1: rushed him and then yeah, Volkan uh, hit sir, him back in the, back of the head.
0: I, I think I've watched the knockout four or five times now because it's only
1: thirty seconds fight. Yeah. And so you invested two minutes of your life it, into this. Yeah. And every time I watch the fight, I still don't know how Volkan knocked him yeah. It was sort of like a punch the way. Conor McGregor knocked out Dustin Poirier. You saw yeah. him there just around the, around the back of the year. Yeah. It was sort of
0: reminiscent of maybe Stipe and Verdum. The way Verdum was coming at Stipe and then just like, Kadoosh! yeah, And like, like yeah, drop. he actually felt like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> I, I, I was watching it. I, I was re-watching it and knowing that Misha Surkov was going to lose and going, he's winning, he's yeah. winning. And then all, next thing you know, he's on the ground in a heap. He's winning, he's winning! He's on the ground! It's yeah. over! What? Well, yeah. if, if you were told... to watch a fight at an end in 30 seconds, as soon as you see Serkinov backing your man up and nailing him, I thought Serkinov was going to win in
1: 30 seconds. Yeah, that, it, was, it, was like, it was a fright. It yeah shock. Game over. Pure shock. Right, well we go to the, me, the main event of the evening. The MAIN EVENT, event of, OF THE, the evening. EVENING! Guys, before we start this, I think... it's...
0: big props to Alexander Gustafsson. ...for coming back to the big arena in Stockholm... ...after the last time he was there... Yeah. ...he got absolutely pulverised by Rumble. Yeah. Um, he, he went, he went like, missing yeah. over a year. There was a few things about this event... ...that I thought Barry, right? I don't really like the, the, uh, Dan Hardy... And, the, ...and I can't remember your man's name... ...for the life of me on okay. commentary. I don't like it. And I don't like the way Bruce Buffer... ...doesn't do the uh, entries that had this other fella. How
1: come?
0: For me... It feels like the European shows are very B, if not C-class shows nowadays.
1: I guess you do. Yeah. yeah,
0: like the main event, yeah, Glover, uh, Gustafsson, great. The co-main event, look, two very skilled fighters. No one really knows who they are. That's the you whole thing. I mean, yeah, that's the whole thing.
1: Like, it, it, it's come it's very regional, isn't it? Yeah it's, yeah, it's hard to be hyped up for a card and you, can't really, you don't really notice many names. Yeah, or like, you do
0: sort of know them, but like... You know them for probably losing someone who's better, yeah. like, so, like you'll be like, Oh, do you remember he fought him and lost? Yeah. You know what I mean, it's, it's uh it's hard to build a hype around Like, realistically, this was like a one fight one card. Fight card yeah. 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 As in like, yeah, I was interested in the co-main event, but it was, it was more so I was interested in seeing the fight. I wasn't yeah. in, in, invested in either
1: what Well, a question, right? If the main event, Gustafsson against Teixeira was pulled, would well, they still held the card?
0: See, bow fighters have to pull out. Like they would have had to have robbed one of the co-main events Because yeah. remember
1: last time in the Philippines when mm. both fighters pulled out, it was yeah. The car was pulled completely.
0: But as UFC's own fault for like having such a poor like co-main event. Yeah. And I always think, whatever the main event should be, there should always be unless there's a really good co-main event. There should be like another fighter in the same weight class ready to
1: rob to put into the main event. Yeah. Although I think Gustafson's one is probably the third best lie heavyweight in the division
0: yeah after Jones and DC with yeah. Rumble retired oh, Rumble tired, now he is yeah. although right let's just talk about the fight first right yeah Alexander Gustin it was a strange game plan he implemented a lot of like running away it was like it was like, it was very like McGregor versus Diaz too you know landed a couple of shots like definitely the superior striker in my opinion yeah. more
1: fa- faster more agile got in and out like he sort of opened up, Glover. Really? Do, do you think it was because he's had so many wars already, and he didn't? And also, bearing in mind, he asked his wife, uh, fiance, to marry him. No, he was
0: afraid he was going to get have like his face bashed. Yeah, he didn't want to look terrible. No, uh, but like sort
1: of like, if he had a lost, I don't think he would have like asked her to marry him. I think there was just, no. like all this stuff going on in the back of his mind that he was just like. I think this was like
0: as much as like a career victory, like a mental victory for Gustaf. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah,
1: definitely.
0: He knew he was going to propose to his wife. He knew he was to the arena and for under, whatever, 30,000 Swedish fans yep. the last time he got knocked out in. Yeah. He knew he was fighting someone who was capable of knocking him out. And, like, he went in there and gave one the best performances of his career. He, he hit him so well. And to be honest, I'd
1: be interested to see, you know, I'd love to see Gustafsson and John Jones tune out. Yeah. We put up a picture actually and we asked who would people prefer to see Gustafsson fight. Yeah. Like, 95% of people said Jones. Yeah. And at the end of the day, after the first fight, I'd
0: love to see him go yeah. again, yeah. and cause, cause wouldn't have that, he wouldn't have that fear, cause John Jones doesn't have that knockout power, not that yeah. one punch knockout power. So like they can go toe to toe, and I'd love to see it. And he was bringing in uh, a lot of elbows, uh, spinning back elbows, spinning back fists. I thought he looked incredible, and that knockout was ferocious. That, that was clean. He really utilized that uppercut well, didn't he?
1: Yeah. One, two, three, yeah. and it was
0: literally, yeah, one, two, up. three in a straight, and it was the lights
1: went out in Georgia. Yeah. Like, I, I also feel like Tisha is like quite old now, like physically. Yeah. Barry, you go on, say it. I know you're trying to say <laughs> well, it's brown it. bread.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, if you it's haven't like to listened to if, if you haven't listened to uh, do a podcast before and we talk, you see Barry loves telling <laughs> fighters are done, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, He's done, but when Barry says that, it means. They're never going to win the title again, yeah, yeah or they're yeah. never going to win the title. And like on this occasion, I agree with him. Glover's never getting the title bells around no. his waist. Glover for um, John Hardy came in with this brilliant stat that when Glover entered the UFC rankings, I think he entered in a number four, no, entered in at number six, and has never been lower than that since he's entered. And Gustafsson entered in at number four and has also never been lower than that. So okay. they're both incredible stats. So they're clearly fighting a high calibre opposition at yeah, all times. The
1: heavyweight division is sort of like there's barely, it, yeah, there's it's barely, barely bodies there. Yeah. But like
0: with Volkan, because it's easier to say that name than the second yeah. name. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be in there. Although he looks a bit undersized there. Uh, who knows? Well, Gustafsson's uh, 6'5. Yeah. Gustafsson's like, in there. Yeah. Yeah, Shogun's nearly finished, but he's won his last yeah. four fights, so like Yeah, but he's not winning the title now. Yeah, but yeah yeah, 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 I know what you Still mean. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it it it's it's in a bit of a weird say. I think there are one or two of those guys from like ten to four has to put one or two new uh things together so, like, to Manu- get up. Like, yeah, like, Manu- Manu- yeah. If Manu- if Manuel Manu- had like a sort of Chuck Liddell style of where he was a real good sprawler, so he was hard to take down, so he kept on the feet. That man would be very dangerous. Uh, Rumble, actually, oh, that's what I wanted to say. Rumble put out a tweet after, and he's got yeah. the itch to come back, and he wants to show those light heavyweights how to do an uppercut. Yeah. Who is he knocking out there? A little Nog, in the picture. I think so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Any chance he'll come back? I think because I think Gustafsson's in line for a title shot, that, like, Rumble's like, I can knock him out, so like maybe I should come back. I think that's his sort of mental mindset. But, he's also knocked out Jimmy Mano, who could be the other person to get a title shot. So, like, I can see why he'd have the itch to come back. Um, It's... Tell me this, Barry. The light heavyweight division has gone interesting now, because you have UFC 214, DC versus Jones. Who's the number one contender? After that. I think it's Gustafson. And... Gustafson and the other option is Manoa, isn't it? They're the only two options. Yeah. They're training partners. They fought together, Gustafson won. Yeah. Do you think the UFC is going to have to go UFC 214, DC versus Jones, and then Manoa versus Gustafson, just in case one of them, DC or Jones,
1: pulls out? Jeez, potentially potentially so. Um, Or maybe Shogun. In my opinion, you know what's a bit strange? Shogun, Gustafson, I think. I think...
0: If 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 I'm looking at UFC 214, if John Jones pulls out, yeah. and it's DC, I think they do Mano versus DC. Okay. But if DC pulls out and they want to do UFC 214, yeah. it's Caspi Jones goes yeah. doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. So
1: whichever is the biggest fight, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, well, that makes sense. Yeah. So I think they're both going to stay ready for UFC 214. But you know the way UFC see what happens. UFC been picking weird fights, so you never yeah. know. No, in fairness, we do never know, but I know. If BC is not available for John Jones, I want to see him fight Gustafsson. I don't really have an interest in seeing him fight Manoa.
1: No. No, not at all. Sure, Manoa only like, got into boxing at 28. Yeah. At the end of the day, Gu- 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 Gustafsson is the fella who shit harder her latest. That's the way yeah, I look yeah, at it.
0: Yeah, and
1: that's, yeah, that's That's the way it is. That is the way it is. Okay, so we'll move on to UFC 212 that's on this weekend. It's being held in Brazil. Um. Obviously, the main card, the main fight of the night is the the featherweight title being unified. Yeah. But before we kick off with that, we're going to start early. Just a few fights yeah, before. Bring that.
0: us, bring us, bring us up to Carberry.
1: Yeah, Tell so, us who we got. Okay, so the first fight we're going to talk about is Alcantara, the vet, taking on Brian Callagher. Um, what you make of this one? Now, this is going to be like it's one. It's obviously the hometown against like.
0: To be honest, I know nothing about Kelleher. All I know is Alcantara has some big wins under under his belt. He has wins over the likes of uh, Wilson Hayes, who fought Demetrius I mean, johnson every and he beat Brad Pick as well. I think he's also mixed it up with the likes of your eye, Faber. I think he's just fought higher calibre talent, and for me, Alcantara will be going down on one of my betting accumulators anyway.
1: Yeah, He's, he's an absolute veteran, and he's there to win. So yeah, I'd and,
0: like, hype up the night.
1: And I, I feel like I would know who Kelleher is if he's supposed to be... Magic, yeah, yeah, that's the way it is, yeah, isn't it? 16 and 7 in, the, in professionally, yeah. Uh, the next fight, Johnny Eduardo versus Matty Lopez. Now, this is this is a young lion
0: versus an old dog. Um, um, Johnny Eduardo, he's only fought three times since 2014. So, yeah. Johnny Eduardo, who knows whether he'll make the octagon come uh this Saturday, he's not great, return great, Brazilian,
1: Brazilian and as well. then.
0: Uh, Matthew Lopez, for, as, as far as I'm aware, it was on Dana White looking for a fight, and look, Matthew Lopez, he's gone, he, he's, he seemed like a wrestler type, from what I remember seeing him fight, and I think he's going to get the job done against Johnny uh, Eduardo, I think he's 36, he's gone 2-1, but he doesn't fight too often, and, Matthew Lopez yeah, is and the, one as well. Yeah, and he's going for the young dog.
1: Yeah, good call. Uh, also, Antonio Carlos Jr. AK well. Shoeface. AK Shoeface taking on Air Spicely. Is Shoeface the best nickname in UFC? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, like uh, if I had to pick one name for myself, I wouldn't be like Shoeface. Yeah, yeah, yeah I guess I guess. Uh, Alright, yeah. uh, the most unique name. Yeah. Well, like, if you say who looks like a shoe, I'm sure like he'd be one of the top three. These uh, are
0: both Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu black belt world champions. This is a very unique fight. Okay. But if I have to pick shoe face Antonio Carlos Junior has more on the feet and more knockout power. Sp- and Spicey, Spice- I don't think, offers much on the feet. Spicy's
1: coming off a decent win, though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he is, yeah. Tough effort as well. Yeah. But I'm going to go for the shoe face. So you're going three Brazilians in a row. Oh, no, no, you're not. Two
0: Brazilians, one yeah. American. Yeah. Although I wouldn't be surprised if Johnny Eduardo won. I think when UFC goes to Brazil, they like to stack the deck in the Brazilians' favour. Yeah. They like to give the Brazilian crowd a home win. And we'll go on to the next one. Aston Sal. Uh, Holy, or Rafael Asuncio versus Marlon. Marlon Marais Marlon Marais, I think, is on a 12-fight win streak Coming over, World Series of Fighting, Bantamweight Champion I think he got a big contract, because he was a big contract in uh, World Series of Fighting So he's probably making 200 grand for this fight, minimum, would say Yeah, this
1: is a yeah. tough fight, Asuncio But like, uh, he is sort of coming to the end of his career,
0: though, isn't he? Asuncio is one of these guys who, no matter what wins he gets under his belt no one's asking to see him fight are they he just doesn't have that excitement factor in him Uh, if I have to pick I'm going to go for Marlon Mariah Sparrow what do you think um well like new young hungry although there's always that UFC octagon jitters who
1: knows I'm going to have to go for Asuncio more you've seen more of them. yeah it's like seeing more of or less of yeah yeah I get you so
0: more or less in fairness Asuncio can compete with TJ Dillashaw and like that's enough for me to say that's fair enough for your pick very fair yeah Eric Silva versus Yancy Medeiros. Um, Medeiros, I think it's his second fight at welterweight. He's a Hawaiian lad, um, good cardio. And ever since Usada's come in, Eric Silva's been terrible. So I'm going for Yancy Medeiros.
1: Yeah, we skip on to the next one. Yeah, uh, Paolo Borashino versus Oluwel Bangbos Bangbos. I, I don't know how you say his name. I've seen this. I've seen both these guys fight, and they both love the knockout Barry. Big, yeah, Paulo's nine and zero. Oh professionally and what, what type of name is Olu Oluwell. Where where is he from is he Nigerian is he well USA alright well he's
0: not oh this fella I remember him he's from New York and how many wins do he have he's
1: six, 6 wins six, yeah, and 6 and 2 6 and
0: 2 yeah S- 6 wins by knockout and the Brazilian fella who I'm not going to try and pretend to say his name because you already struggle with it has 8 Paolo. knockouts yeah Paulo has <laughs> 8 <laughs> knockouts and 9 wins someone's going to sleep um, my money's on the Brazilian. Well, a
1: hometown favorite. Yeah. So if, you, if, if you're ever not
0: too sure, pick the Brazilian. Look at the end yeah.
1: of the day, guys. The, what's called the Brazil cards are always a bit weird, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, some people might be on the juice as yeah, well. Can we move on to the fighters who we know? Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> they they didn't really stack the like Anderson Silva was meant to fight in this card, mm. didn't work out. Like I mean, we'll get to Anderson Silva. Yep. After the
0: main event, and we'll we'll have a little chat about oh, him.
1: I, I we'll have a little one. Okay, we're getting on to people that everyone... People that people know, and the veterans of the UFC. The Vitor, Phenom. Vitor Belfort versus Nate Marquardt. The Phenom versus Nate the Great. Um, what do you think about this one, man? Like, to be honest, Vitor Belfort's not coming out... Two old dogs, like... Yeah. Um, look,
0: who knows? Vitor Belfort might be like, fuck this, last fight. Get used up to the gills, um, do one of those spinning head kicks on Nate Marquard? I think if I had to, if I had to bet, I think Vitor Belfort would get him out of there in the first round. Yeah, uh,
1: Fitor Belfort actually has 38 professional fights, and Nate Marcourt has actually won 38 professional fights, well with 17 yeah. losses. But uh, we were discussing this earlier, and I think Vitor Belfort is just going to win. Yeah, I think this could be a swan song, and uh, Nate Marcourt He looked a bit chinny recently, yeah. hasn't he? He yeah. looked like he's acceptable for yeah. a knockout. You don't really want to face Peter Belford in Brazil especially. No. Right, so uh, moving on to the co-main event. Claudia Gadea taking on Carolina Kalkovic. Kalko- 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 uh, Sorry Barry, should I should have helped you on that one. Yeah, you, you left me <laughs> I think there. I, I
0: think always had her name in the last couple of videos as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I think before I bottled it and I just go Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Alright, Carolina versus Claudia. Yeah. This should be a good fight. Carolina... Just lost her last fight to... Joanna Janjicic... And... Claudia's coming off a decent win, isn't she?
0: Yeah, she is. Uh, I think it was against Jessica Aguilar, maybe? If, I'm, if I remember correctly. Um, look... These are... This is the second and third best fighter... In the strawweight division. yeah, Hands down, is not it? They've both given Joanna a decent fight. Carolina looked good in round four... Against Joanna; I think she knocked her down. And... Claudia... In rounds one and two of both their fights, has looked very good against Joanna. And um, if it's only a three-round fight, I'm gonna go with Claudia. I think she's stronger on the ground, better wrestler, good jiu and good enough on the feet to get it to the ground.
1: She's also moved her camp now as well. She's now training with Jackson Winklejohn. Yeah. Uh, I think she's like refreshed her. I think she, needs, she thought she needed a new look to get another yeah. crack at Joanna because yeah, she's lost the last two against her, and it's gonna be hard to sell that. Yeah, if
0: look, I think Claudia is the only one who I think can beat Joanna. I know she's had two opportunities and she hasn't got it done. But if there was ever a third fight between them, I'd still think Claudia at the moment is the best chance of yeah. just throwing yeah, I don't.
1: I don't think she's been mind, like mind-gamed enough against yeah. Joanna. Whereas I think carolina just—I don't think Carolina has the boy to actually physically go and actually beat Joanna. Um, I think Carolina... There's something about Carolina... She just comes across as like this real like she's nice, too nice, isn't she? Yeah, too nice, too friendly. Like there's like, actually happy? pure
0: cre- chaos going on in that summer
1: press conference. She was like, "What? Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, <laughs> she. She just seems like a quiet child. Uh, feels like she, she looks like she doesn't like beating people. Up, yeah, and then, as opposed to Joanna likes yeah. to kill everyone. Yeah, like I think when she lost to Joanna, I think Carlina uh, was sort of like mm. happy that one of the Polish women won. Yeah. Whereas uh, I think Claudia. Claudia's ready to take that belt, and uh, I'm a big fan of her. Anyway, I like both yeah. women, but uh, I think Claudia is going to just be too good. Also, Karolina in Brazil, you know what I mean? Yeah, she's going to be in
0: enemy territory, and yeah. she doesn't look like she cope well. But that yeah. question for you, though, Barry. Go on. If Carlina wins, does she get total shot? Does she get the rematch straight away? Yeah. Um, Claudia's a massive win, like
1: true. Actually, yeah,
0: but like who who else is there? I think really? it depends. It depends on the well, like there's. Rose and Amy Eunice I think is floating around there as well she'd beat Michelle I, Waterson. I, be, I think Rose is just next in line I, I think Rose is better name wreck yeah,
1: yeah. I, d- I think it depends as you said about Gustafson like Rose beat
0: Michelle Waters and Paige Van Zant, which are like you've well, seen two sweethearts really yeah. I
1: but think I, as you said don't you wait, now mm. ahead of Manoa. Yeah. I think like if Carlina if Carolina wins this, like it depends on what fashion she
0: wins yeah. doesn't it if she like head kicks Cla- Claudia then like everyone's going to be on
1: the Carlina bandwagon. It, but like if Claudia or Carlina was to fight next against Joanna, I'd believe that Claudia has a better chance. I know she's lost yeah. twice, but I'd Jeez, Claudia...
0: man, that sounds like something I've said.
1: Was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, sure, yeah, but I mean I <laughs> no, 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 I think it's cause the knockout power is just you can back that more than yeah. Carlina outstriking because no one can outstrike you No. Yeah. I I I think, I think I think you're right in that one. Right, well then uh we move on to the main event of the evening. evening. Who invited Bruce Buffer? <laughs> okay, everyone. Jose Aldo's taking on Max Holloway. Uh, Max Holloway is the current interim featherweight champion, and Jose Aldo technically is the interim featherweight champion. Awesome. Co- <laughs> yeah, Conor McGregor would say that. Uh, okay, so Max Holloway's been calling Jose, Aldo, Jose Waldo, saying he's been running away from this fight. Um, Jose Aldo's now ready to go in his hometown. Max Home. Holloway. Fighting anywhere.
0: I just realised that Jose Aldo actually is the current interim champion as well because he's never actually he, like I've never seen him in my entire life something got upgraded. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cause, he's never won because McGregor's gone, Yeah, because yeah, when he fought Al Edgar
1: at 200, it yeah. was the interim title as well. Yeah, and the, the, weir- the worst thing for Jose Aldo basically being unbeaten for ten years and then losing to Conor McGregor in thirteen seconds, and it's basically ruined his whole legacy. Yeah, Conor McGregor is fucked off now, and like Jose Aldo <laughs> can never fight him again.
0: It's just, uh, it's it's so harsh. It like it really is, yeah. and like I feel sorry for him. But like, when it comes to this fight, I go to sleep on Friday night thinking Jose Aldo's going to win, yeah. and then I wake up on Saturday morning and thinks Max Holloway's going to win. This is, for me, this is one of those fights where I watch the Embedded and you get the science of who's going to win, and it's very early in the week, so whatever I say on this podcast, I could have my mind changed come Friday or Saturday. Yeah. Um, I suppose we should probably talk a bit about the fighters Yeah um, Jose Aldo Prior to Conor McGregor Unstoppable One of the best fighters in the early rounds UFC's ever seen Arguably pound for pound Number one Yeah Big wins over Uriah Faber Cubs Swanson Korean Zombie Ricardo Lamos Chad Mendez Chad Mendes Twice Look the list goes on and on Jose Aldo is a thoroughbred killer and he looks vicious when he's putting on these clinics as well. Yeah. And Oh, sorry. The best leg kicks in the game. F- forgot to even mention, beat Frank Eger twice. And like, not many people can beat Frank Jaeger twice. Yeah, and UFC 200 to reclaim the ball. And, and look how good Frank Eger looked at yeah. against Jair Rodriguez. Yeah. And like, this fight Aldo is, made him look, like, made it look easy against fo- uh, Eger. This fight could probably be the best fight of the year. Yeah, and then you have Max Holloway who is absolutely st- Demon through the division Yeah. Also beat Cub Swanson Beat Ricardo Lamas Anthony Pettis Beat Anthony Pettis The fella Looks unstoppable Um, His boxing so good His cardio so good It's Really a pick and fight I'd love to know What the odds are it. on it I, I don't know Who the favourite is I've had to guess I'd probably say Aldo's the favourite
1: Yeah Uh the thing is, Aldo, in my opinion, he likes to get it get ahead early in the first couple of rounds and then put on cruise control. Yeah, Al- almost the total opposite to Nate Diaz. Yeah, I think what Aldo is, he's beating up
0: some of his his opponents
1: so badly
0: in the first few rounds that they like lose a bit of heart and then, like, he actually kicks, literally kicks them so so much and so frequently that like, they like, they're going for a knockout, like as in like a one punch knockout for the win. But Max Holloway is like he's a bit of a different fish, isn't he? He doesn't really get disheartened. He's there in your face for all five rounds, and the fact yeah. that you brought up the Diaz is like that's really
1: his style. It is the the boxing, going to the body, like I can't, big I can't, high volume combos. I can't see a knockout here. I can't see no. Arizona getting knocked out. Oh,
0: if I have to say right now, I think it's going to be a, a split decision, which is like. I suppose it's like an rage prediction, <laughs> sitting on the fence. Um, it's gonna be two forty-eight, forty-sevens, and then a forty-seven, forty-eight. And I think Jose Aldo's gonna get the nod. The fact that the fight's in Brazil, if it's in any way close, it's definitely gonna to have to favor Jose Aldo, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I can't argue that. Like Max Holloway is realistically taking on possibly the greatest featherweight champion ever. Yeah, he's defended numerous times. Um. Like, uh, and like, really, Max Holloway's only twenty five as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like he's like. If Max Holloway takes younger. takes Nell here, he'll be he'll be back to take the belt. That's it's good says. to challenge himself. Like he's right. gonna be around for a long time. But who knows? Jose Aldo will probably retire in the next couple of years. Who,
0: who, who knows? Jose Aldo might really go going home and try and fe- chase McGregor, beat Max Holloway, be the featherweight champ, move up to lightweight, try and become the lightweight champ, and that's the only way he's ever gonna yeah. even remotely get a chance at McGregor yeah. if he's holding if he's holding two belts. Although, how, how much would you love to see the build-up between McGregor and Aldo, and then McGregor tell Aldo he's holding two he's holding two fake belts
1: because he's never beaten McGregor? I, I, I actually feel bad for Jose Aldo not getting a chance to fight McGregor again, but that's life. No, you yeah. don't actually get everything you, you deserve in life. No. The Funny enough is, uh, Jose Aldo's actually four inches smaller than Max Holloway, but Jose Aldo actually has a bigger reach advantage. Yeah, he's got those long monkey yeah, man eyes. Yeah, it's like monkey boy. Yeah, um,
0: but I do still feel that he doesn't really have the reach advantage. Yeah. Just due to how long Max Holloway is, I think it's going to be like very similar, really. Right, if you're gonna to give
1: it to it this way, right? Best striker. Aldo. Aldo, yeah. Okay. What about like you, you see, He, he doesn't really go on the ground, does he?
0: The Not. thing is with the wrestling aspect of it, Jose doesn't really get taken down. Like he's fought Chad Mendes yeah. he's fought Frank Yaker, none of them can take him down. So I don't really see how yeah, Max Holloway's.
1: Yeah, I, Mendes
0: is getting back Yeah, up. I don't see how Holloway's gonna take him down. So, you're Bay, we're basically asking who's the better striker, and it's Jose Aldo, but there's something about, you know what, there's more of a dog in Max Holloway, isn't there? There's more dog in Max Holloway for five rounds than there is Jose Aldo.
1: Yeah, I think team. he can go through the trenches. Yeah. If, if, if you were going to be on one person's team going through the trenches, I would, I would pick Max Holloway.
0: Yeah, Max Holloway looks like he's willing to die in there. Yep. Jose Aldo comes around four and five, he gets a bit tired, he starts breathing heavy, and he looks a bit vulnerable at times in the in the later
1: rounds. He finds it harder to get in the weight as well, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. So It's I can't wait for this fight, <laughs> I mean. He was waking up beside with the bell beside them on Sunday
0: Sunday morning.
1: I can't really look past Jose Aldo, you know that. Yeah. But then again, we it's might a have pressure. Ma- we might have our mind change come Friday or Saturday. You no, see, I think people are treating him different ever since he lost to McGregor, right? This will be like Terrible for his legacy, losing to Max Holloway as well at home. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, sorry for Jose Aldo. Yeah, but sorry, yeah. it'd be really bad for Jose Aldo if yeah. he lost at home against Max Holloway. I just feel like the amount of respect, like it's, you'd be treated differently again. Like he should be treated almost like as a sensei or a yoda, yeah. and now they're sort of like he almost became like a laughing stock, and people are sort of like, oh, we just sort of keep our hands away from him. I don't know, it's weird. It's sort of like Anderson Silva now. People are sort of like, ah, he's passed, he's so we're, passed. So
0: we're, we're both saying Jose Aldo then.
1: Yeah, at the moment, we, yeah. yeah. For, uh, as of today, we're both yeah. saying Jose Aldo. As you said it all, you can only really, really call it when you see them after making weight and squaring up. Yeah. But, uh, put it this way,
0: I never put a bet on before I know what what people weighed in at and I've seen them look on the scale because it
1: can tell you a lot by the way someone yeah. looks when they weigh in. And it's hard, it's hard to really, really definitely pick as well because Jose Aldo he doesn't, Break character in the octagon until they actually start the fight. He doesn't like yeah. his mouth doesn't move. He doesn't even make eye no. contact. It's going to be no. great. It's going to be. It's going to be great. Mm. I can see you going five rounds anyway.
0: No, I, I have to agree. I think I'm going to
1: go split and win for Jose. Aldo. yeah, at the moment I'm going to have to agree. Right, well. that sort of leads us into Anderson Silva as well. He's yeah. meant to be on this card. I was it, just meant to say that. Yeah, before before we just really go into it, I don't I don't think the card is that amazing. I think. UFC two eleven, we had a great greater matchups. Yeah, uh, I, I see th- there's a lot of like veterans mm. in this in this on this card. Yeah, and um I, I could see this card
0: performing better. I could see the performances being better on like this better card. matchups. Better matchups because yeah. like UFC two eleven, you had that uh, Joko branch branch was a bore. You had Egger, like one sided drubbing. The Ioannov fight was good, but like the Bay fight
1: wasn't that yeah, great. They really, they could have put the Damian Maya fight on this as well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, actually, it would have made more sense to fight yeah. in Brazil. Maybe Masvidal didn't want to go there. Well, Masvidal seems to. Yeah, uh, he'll see have, he seems happy to go anywhere. He yeah. He'll fight
1: anywhere, anytime. Yeah, but yeah, well here to explain the Anderson Silva right. situation.
0: so Anderson Silva was originally lined up to fight Kelvin Gaston and Anderson Silva was happiest Larry to fight Kelvin Gaston Kelvin Gaston enjoys the marijuana too much and got caught for that. His win over Vitor Belfort was overturned. Maybe Totten Brazil he get away with doing what he wants because the drug testing. Because they tend the let them do yeah. anything. Yeah, and. Therefore, then Kelvin Gaston got pulled. Then there were, like, Anderson Silva was... So Anderson Silva went from being happy to fight Kelvin Gaston in Brazil to demanding, demanding fighting... Demanding? Yo Romero for an interim title slot at UFC 212. Yo Romero was happy to do this, but Dana White was like, why would we give Anderson Silva one? He's, like, I think he's won one of his last four fights. and
1: One of five, it, maybe, wasn't it?
0: Potentially 1-5 no, yeah. yeah Definitely 1-4 anyway You can't be on a losing um, streak yeah. And demanding titles Yeah And like His win over Derek Brunson Wasn't even impressive no. So Like If you really wanted You could argue Derek Brunson won the yeah. fight We uh, thought that Yeah And then you're sitting there Going like You, you demand an interim title fight Yeah if they get, put an interim title fight on Yo Romero versus Anderson No one would have complained Yeah People no one would have no. like, Yeah I'll watch that uh, I'll watch that. Anytime Anderson Silva wants to fight Joe Romero, I'm down for it.
1: Yeah. But I thought it was terrible, but, massive yeah. for him. Maybe because he was like, here, look, I've, I've saved the UFC 200 card yeah, that yeah, you owe me one. Yeah. And they're like, excuse me, but this is a different company now, bud. Yeah, I, I, I think Anderson Silva
0: was already signed to fight Kelvin Gassam and then he's making all these demands. I don't know what his buzz is. Anderson Silva, he does this massive blow hot and cold all the time. I've seen him absolutely go mad at Dana White and then publicly apologise a week or two later being like oh sorry Dana didn't mean it and then like he signs another fight he's a strange fish he after he lost the second fight to Chris Weidman, I think he signed something like Six fight. A, t- a ten fight contract ten fight. something ridiculous that he was never going to fulfil um, I don't really know honestly Silva's buzz is I'd be happy to see him retire, and then like he should probably be the UFC Brazil brand ambassador. It would only make sense. He'd love to do that as well, wouldn't he? Yeah. Yeah, because he loves fighting and he loves Brazil. So, why not? Otherwise, what he's gonna end? UFC want to release him, so he can't even go to Bellator. So like he's just stuck (laughs) where he's at, isn't he? Yeah. Although on this card,
1: they really could have done with one
0: other major fight. See, I think the thing is Anderson Silva. If he's fighting on pay per view in Brazil, it doesn't matter whether. Aldo Holloway. It doesn't matter about Claudio Gaudela. When you get to Brazil and you're selling tickets at the door, people are buying tickets to see Anderson Silva. Yeah, because he was at the press conference as well for him. yeah, The way I look at it now is the biggest draw at UFC 212 for Brazilian fans is probably Vitor Belfort.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it could be potentially
0: his last fight in the will see that. Yeah. And he's, 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 he's the biggest draw there. So, Anderson Silva is in this random middleweight division which probably leads us on to UFC 213. The new, I think it's actually now co-main event. Yo Romero is going to fight Robert Whitaker for the UFC interim middleweight title. Amanda Nunez is going to fight Valentina Shevchenko as the main event.
1: Yeah.
0: And Cody Garbrandt and Tito Mchedlishvili is cancelled. Yeah. Do I have all that right? Yeah. Sorry, do you have any closing
1: thoughts on Anderson Silva? I, I just, I actually, I didn't want to like interrupt. I, I was just going to say after Max Holloway fought Jose Aldo. One of them gets on the mic. Who do they call out? No pressure. You see... <laughs> if you right, like, I didn't want to interrupt you. You're like, I, I, you were like,
0: I think Max Holloway can fight Frank So I, I think because Frank Yeager was so impressive against here. But if Jose Aldo wins, I almost think he's going to have to wait. Can they even I call think, out anyone? I think the next, the next fight is going to be whoever... Um, Korean zombie beats Because he looked very impressive In his comeback fight Are they going to waste the time Saying McGregor Well if Jose Aldo is He probably will But like McGregor's fighting Mayweather So there's no point Actually in that Unless Jose Aldo's like I'll fight Tony Ferguson From the interim That's the thing fight. Yeah, yeah. Th- They can only that's call his, up that, That's his
1: only They can only play. call up Or else ca- claim the division And be like Here I'm here to clear out The division Who who wants it yeah, like,
0: like uh, I don't really see Bar those two guys And like Aldo Edgar has, like, no juice to it. I don't see anyone else fighting that. Yeah. Because I would love to see the air, Rodriguez versus uh, Jose Aldo. But, like, that's not going to happen now. Yeah. So, yeah. Fact. I think that's UFC 212 wrapped up. Sorry, Mike. I ran down to the new new headline max for UFC 213. Yeah. What are
1: your thoughts on Well, the news of Cody Garbrandt and Dillashaw. Yeah. Not happy with it. I was really looking forward to that fight, bar
0: Jones Cormier two. That was the fight I was looking yeah, forward
1: to. There was to. a lot of
0: heat, a lot of I, hype. As I always say, I love a bit of drama between two of the lads. Yeah, yeah. Who but, who doesn't? Man? Yeah, it, like as much as people like to be like, oh, I just like to go fights. So it's like when there's a bit of venom between the two people fighting. Venom is the right word. Yeah, because Tito's a snake. Like it just increases the you know, test or t- increases the momentum of the fight and yes, being cancelled and TJ did a show talking about fighting Demetrius Moyman-Thompson I think that's another topic for another day but yeah. there's nothing booked there but what do you think of the girls being the headline and the lads being the interim title fight being the co-headline and has that taken much of the glamour away from you of C213 with the Whitaker Romero fight now being there in, in his place?
1: It it has it's you can't disagree you can't argue saying it hasn't because mm. like the Whitaker Romero there's nothing's been there's not been real talk over this mm. uh, also in the background Musasi like he was on he, he was on UFC tonight like slaying in the UFC yeah that was strange yeah and then saying how Bisping was it was a fluke and Bisping's running away from these fights mm. that that division sort of it, there needs to be some something put in place where people know exactly what's going on. Mm. Or else the rankings are 100% pointless. So, uh, well, I'm looking forward to Whitaker Romero. Uh, yeah, in
0: terms of fighting-wise, it's a great yeah, fight.
1: Yeah, if Whitaker beats Romero, I mean, this chap is the newest, biggest superstar in the division. Yeah. Up and coming anyway.
0: Barry said it to me perfectly the other day, and I agree with him. But uh, like, I really like watching Yael Romero fight. There's something about yeah. him. But like, the, the reason I like fighting him is the reason Barry said, Yael Romero, he's... Doesn't really sort of win many fights Until he's won them Yeah until it's over Yeah Like he has this Absolute Kadoosh it, Like No matter what body, body part Or limb he hits you with It's night and night time yeah, Isn't it Yeah
1: it's it, good it, luck Good night And he's pushing on now He's 39 Yeah like Romero's
0: Absolute Freak physique Like one of the best bodies I've ever seen yeah. In the world And like he Hits you with right hand he Hits you with left hand he Hits you with flying knee And it's It's good night But all he needs Is that one shot And he needs one opportunity. And he has that power the whole fight, doesn't he? definitely the strongest man in the division. Mm. In my opinion, if I had to pick it right now, which obviously we're gonna like go back on two thirteen close time. Definitely. I've seen Whitaker beat Jack Ray, I think Whitaker has all the tools to be the champion. Definitely does, yeah. Like Jack Ray took him down and I was like, Oh, it's over. No one gets back up from Jack Ray. Whitaker got back up and on the feet, Whitaker laid him up like there was no tomorrow. So At the end of the day, he's young, he's hungry, he looks athletic, he's got good power. As the English. Yeah, he speaks English. He's also Australian, which is like a market UFC don't have a a lot of talent in at the moment. Or, like, I know they have Mark Hunt, but like he's suing them and he's also ancient. So, (laughs) like, fresh, young, Australian blood. I think he could be a superstar, Robert Whitaker, as you said. Yeah, he seems like a great guy as well. What do you think of the main event between Valentina and Amanda? I think there's going to be a lot of, like terrible trash talk between them for the whole
1: yeah they're they're both trying to hype it a bit um, obviously um, sorry obviously Valentina lost the first fight against Amanda Nunes, did, yeah Amanda Nunes yeah
0: so it was an interesting one though because Nunes won rounds one and two and then like Valentina like went on a tear in the third round and like yeah, so really came back strong a five round fight would be this would be good cool. yeah it, it will be good but at the moment for me Amanda Nunez, like, she has a lot of confidence with that title around her waist, so does yeah.
1: yeah, and also her training partner is also her girlfriend, and yeah. she's very, very good as well, like, so. Yeah. So, if I'm going to have to pick,
0: yeah, I think having that fighter as your girlfriend, like, and there's two of you fighting, and then, like, come fight week, the girlfriend's also a fighter, so she knows exactly what she needs, and, like, she knows what, like, pisses her the off, team, and, like, yeah. that. And it's not, like... Well,
1: Valentina's sister, she's a fighter as well. True, true. But like, <sighs> uh, yeah. But like, she fights in the middle of like mount Like, I'm not well, not yeah. mountain. In she fights, yeah. Yeah, she fights in, like far, it's like Fedor. Yeah. Some sort of Fedor sort of girl. Like. Yeah. It's like, it's like Rocky going to the. Yeah, Amanda Nunes more yeah. ATT. Yeah. So. But like when this comes to it, we'll come mm-hmm. back to this and we will go all over it.
0: There's just there's just something about UFC 213 that I was really looking forward to, and now like, it's a bit like UFC 200. It was like. It was like suitable card and now it's headlined and then they end up being headlined by Mish Tate and Man Nunes. And like no yeah. disrespect to them. It was just like The fight you're most looking forward to, or that everyone's looking forward to should be the last fight. Yeah. And like that just wasn't it. Like that yeah. was about that was about the fifth most for, yeah. fight I was looking forward to. Yeah. And in this UFC two thirteen card, you have Verdoom fighting over him, you have Cowboy versus Lawler, uh, and they have Whitaker versus Romero like that main event is probably like at the moment could be even go lower down as the fourth most and uh, you're probably in the same boat are you? Yeah man like, yeah, like
1: Cowboy against Lawler like can't wait for
0: that Yeah I know it obviously can't be the main event but like I oh, know I think I'd rather see Whitaker and Romero go on last in terms of like stylistic matchups
1: Yeah sure we'll see what happens when it comes mm. to it because like one that Valentino or Amanda Nunes might like, get injured who knows Yeah Um. Is there any more UFC chat for us, Barry? Or... I think we basically covered it all, haven't we? Yeah, I'm fairly happy with it. Um, any Anything else coming up? Well, needless to say, UFC 212, I don't think the fight car is going to be amazing, but I think yeah. the main event is going to cause a lot of controversy, and that's what everyone wants, especially you. You're loving all uh, Mike chat.
0: Yeah, and guys, it just... Keep up to date on our Instagram because yeah. we will give an updated prediction for our UFC 212. Barry will give us his. I'll give mine because we're probably going to change our mind by then. Yeah. And we'll let you know who our five picks are going to be. And
1: yeah, I think that's basically it, isn't it? Yeah. So if you're enjoying the content, make sure you like it. Make sure to subscribe. As Ross always says, make sure to tell a friend. Yeah. If you have any.
0: Tell your friends. Tell your fam. Tell anyone who you know is interested in this sort of stuff. And as always, stay Stay energized. energized.